Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Today on Mox on the Mic, we're going to turn our focus over to the Matt Mox. That's right, Chattanooga Wrestling taking over Mox on the Mic today. Head coach Kyle Rochelle is going to join us. Boy, have they put together a schedule, a home schedule. Uh, Chattanooga is pretty much going to be like the the unofficial, uh, I, I guess the like the you know fifteenth member of the Big Ten now because they are playing so many Big Ten schools. Couple of them are going to visit Chattanooga this year, and we're going to talk about that. McClellan Gym, McKenzie Arena. It is going to be the place to be when it comes to Chattanooga wrestling. Here's our conversation with the head coach of the Chattanooga Mocks, Kyle Rochelle. Coach, as always, man, appreciate the time. It's good to uh, it's good to catch up. Uh, I want to start first before we get too much into talking about some players. I want to talk a little bit about this schedule. You got a you got a great home schedule for folks this year. Before we before we get to to who all's coming to town, tell us a little bit about the blue gold match that's going to happen on October twenty second, and what all's going to go down that way uh, that day. What can you share with us? Um, yeah, so traditionally, uh, we've, we've tried to do it in, in different locations. Um, we wrestle in McClellan gym so often. Um, and, uh, lately we have been trying to have it out at, uh, the first, uh, I believe it's the first horizon pavilion now, um, and around the tailgating around football game. And so the atmosphere is a little bit different. It's a little chilly for our guys to wrestle out there in singlets, but for the most part, it's, it's a cool atmosphere. It allows our alumni to come out, see our guys, um, but then also get to catch up for a football game um, right after. So it's a, it's a really cool event and we always have a pretty, pretty good crowd at it. Coach, where'd you go to college at? The university of Wisconsin. Who do you guys face right out of the gate? The Badgers, the University. <laughs> uh, look, I, I, there's got to be. Uh, is it going to be strange for you to look across that mat on Saturday, November fifth, down in Jacksonville, when you guys square off in in Wisconsin and and see those uh, see those red and white singlets over there? Uh, I don't think so. Um, most of the guys on the on the team now, I I didn't. I didn't recruit. I didn't coach. Now there's, there's one or two that are in their starting lineup that I uh, either recruited or got to coach a little bit. Um, and those are always a little awkward, but uh, I've been in Chattanooga long enough. I'm a mock baby. And so uh, I'm super excited to wrestle my alma mater and uh, we're looking to go, you know, knock them off. They're a big 10 team and we've been training really, really hard all summer long. Um, and we've been working on a lot of hand fighting stuff because that's just the big 10 style. Um, and, and coming from that school, I know, um, that we got to be ready right off the rip. And so, um, it's just an exciting, uh, time. And so, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to wrestling them. Do you, uh, do you talk to your guys about that? Like, is that, has there been a little urgency since you got them back on campus, knowing that you open up with a Big Ten team like Wisconsin? Um, a little bit, right? Um, but ultimately, uh, we're trying to get wins at the national level, right? And so we're trying to be ready right away, but also we're preparing for ourselves for the NCAA tournament. Um, and we have to see the competition like Wisconsin, Purdue, all these other ones that we're seeing, Iowa, um, that's going to prepare us for the end of the season. Um, it's just 
we have to be ready for it right away where the big 10 can kind of work into it a little bit um, through their schedule We're we have it front loaded. And so we're seeing a lot of big 10 teams early and then we get through our schedule and then we'll see them again at the NCAA tournament. So um, I like our schedule just because we have to kind of peak, then we can come back down and then we got to peak again towards the end of the year. Um, and so, uh, yeah, yeah, we talked to them a little bit about it, but ultimately it's just, we got to be ready for no matter who it is. I, uh, I mentioned the fact you guys have a, a really, really good home slate this year. Uh, it starts December the 10th when Iowa comes to town. It's another another Big Ten program, another program I know you are very familiar with. And I think folks that follow collegiate wrestling, you know what Iowa is. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what all went into getting Iowa to come to Chattanooga? Um, a couple different factors. We went up there – Pre-COVID, we went up there and we wrestled them. Um, it might have been that first year of COVID. I can't quite remember. Um, and then they came down to the scuffle um, a little bit ago. Uh, I think it was last year. And now we finally got them on our schedule here. Uh, the last time was around 2012, 2013. They sold out McClellan Gym. So the atmosphere is great for, for the Iowa team. Uh, we're looking to do the same thing over in McKenzie Arena, try and get 4,100, about 4,000 people in there and just make it loud, obnoxious for Iowa to be there um, and just show them how Chattanooga, but really the Southeast loves wrestling. Um, and so it's, it's super exciting. Um, but also coach brands, Terry brands coached here for, for a couple of years. And so it's kind of coming back home for him a little bit, even though he's a Hawkeye through and through, he coached here for a couple of years. So a lot of his alumni that he coached will be back and they get to see him coach. Um, but now we just got to put the good product on the mat and, and go fight him. You got the Southern scuffle back here again as well. It is the premier event in collegiate wrestling outside of the national tournament. A little bit about what you can tell us about uh, who all is going to be participating this year, January 1st and 2nd. It's always pretty much a who's who of, uh, of college wrestling. Absolutely. And it's, it's the same year in, year out. Now we, we change a couple of the pieces. Um, I think Purdue is going to be coming down here this year. Uh, I think we'll have four Minnesota's coming back. Um, Okie state will be here. So a lot of the same hitters year in, year out, but then you get a couple more big 10 teams coming in. So um, not, not much is going to change. You're going to see great wrestling over two days. You're going to get an NCA feel um, throughout those days that our administration just does a, such a good job that these teams, they love the setup of it. They love the atmosphere and it really allows them to get um, a good feel of what the NCAA tournament will look like in a couple months. I got to ask about West Virginia coming in. Um, you know, I've got, uh, I guess it used to be Fox sports. Now it's Bally sports on my TV and uh, I end up coach. You'll be proud. I, I watch quite a bit of big 12 wrestling. I admit. So uh, a little bit about having a program like West Virginia come in here. Uh, they're, they're solid, right? So I, I think, what are they in the big 12 now? And so um, they're solid top to bottom. We went up there last year. Uh, we, we knocked a, a a couple other guys, but we're look. We made quite a few different changes in our lineup. Got some guys coming in, and now we're trying to flip flip that uh, result. And um, we know they're going to wrestle hard. Coach Flynn does a great job up there. He recruits really well. He coaches well. His guys are hard nosed athletes, um, and that's 
that's kind of the progression of our team over the last couple of years. And especially now is we're working on a lot of hand fighting and staying in that fight as long as possible and just making it really either annoying or really hard for that guy to score. And he just, you break guys a little bit easier through that. You just got to get a little bit ahead of them and then just kind of ride them to our scores. And so um, it's going to be a battle. Um, and I expect nothing less from, from the Mountaineers. Tell me about the Southern Conference this year and and how it shakes out. I mean, I guess we we know about Campbell and and Appalachian State and and kind of what they are year in and year out. But just a little bit about the conference this year. Um, it's the kind of same story. Another year, right? So Campbell and App State us uh, are the top three, but you're getting teams like Gardner Webb, Davidson just got a new coach. Um, those those teams are coming up. Um, Bellarmine. Uh, they just got into our conference, um, so they got a little bit of a learning curve, but Ned Shuck does a great job there. Um, Presbyterian, they're, they're working as hard as anybody else as well. So um, we just got to be ready every week. We can't just expect to steamroll these, these other teams. Um, we, don't, we can't afford those late-in-the-year losses like uh, some other conferences can. So we have to be ready each week, um, do our job, get on and off the mat as soon as possible, um, and then when Campbell and App State roll around, that's just another level uh, higher we have to compete against. February the 19th, it's Indiana. Uh, it's another program out of the Big Ten, and that's another one that's that's here at home. I mean, I, I said it before, you you really knocked it out of the park uh, in terms of putting this, uh, putting this schedule together. Uh, a lot of name recognition that will uh, that will roll through town this year. Well, a little bit about Indiana. Um, Big Ten team, uh, no, nothing, nothing else other than that. I mean, these guys, they're used to wrestling really, really hard competition. Um, we like to end our season with that just to see how prepared we are for the SOCON tournament and the NCAAs. Um, and, it's, and it's a winnable duel. Um, <clears throat> heck, with our schedule, I think we have four or five Big Ten duels. We might be the uh, 15th Big Ten team here soon. <laughs> Um, but that's the competition we have to go after. Um, we have, these guys have set really, really high goals of being a top 20 team, winning SOCONs, getting some All-Americans on, 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 in March. And so um, the competition level has to match your goals. And so we've done that this year. We're super excited. Um, and then, yeah, we wanted to have a really, really nice home atmosphere uh this season and so we we want to sell season tickets we're close to 100 already sold and so we need to get that up to 100 but bringing in the competition that people want to see they want to see big 10 teams they want to see the campbells the app states they want to see those rivalries um year in year out and it's a matter of us putting a, uh, up a good product each and every week and saying hey these guys are fighters it's fun to just watch them wrestle win or lose let's talk a little bit about this squad now uh, how much have you been able to have your guys together? What is the kind of that preseason window, if you will, uh, for getting these guys on the mat? Um, I, I believe we're at about eight hours right now. And then on Monday, October 10th is the first day we're allowed to get there 20 hours a week. Um, not much changes. A lot of guys are doing individual work right now anyways. Um, we, we practice a couple times a week. We lift. Uh, we do some runs. We're kind of just getting really, really in good shape. Um, that means positionally, uh, making sure we can stay in our stance for a long period of time, hand fighting. And so um, right now it's all about shape and making sure we're, we're, we can hold really, really good position through a match. Um, 
starting next week, we can kind of dive in through technique a little bit more and more um, and we get to hold them uh, a little bit more as well. We get to have them for 20 hours, but these guys, they're chopping at the bit to, to wrestle, to compete. They have high goals. And so more and more of them are in with individuals and trying to get better, even be, even with um, not being expected to, right? So what we say is if you're here just for the practice hours, that's the bare minimum to be on this team. Uh, anybody can do that. If you want to be really, really good, you got to find yourself in here as much as possible. A little bit about the makeup of this team right now. Uh, what what gives you confidence in in this group of guys? Um, the relationship right now, which which is awesome, right? So towards the end of the year last year when we wrestled at Indiana and beat Indiana, the atmosphere that our guys had with one another and the relationship was just something I don't believe that we had quite yet when I was here and, and they're developing that, how they care about each other, how they want to see each other win, and how they compete for each other, not just themselves. Um, that's what makes this team really, really special. Um, but now we have some, some really good fighters in there too. So we got guys that have transferred in or guys that have wrestled here for four or five years and know what to expect uh, week in and week out. And so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun just to see these guys get out there and compete against somebody else. We can fix the X's and O's, right? And so they just need to see where they're at. So we hear a lot about the transfer portal when it comes to football and, and men's and women's basketball. Give us the wrestling perspective on on bringing in transfers. How do you view it? Um, anymore, if you're not doing it, you're you're not recruiting right, you know. And it it's one of those things where we, we lost a guy to the transfer portal, somebody that had been here for five years, and you can't hate hate them for it. They gave you your five years, um, and maybe they think the grass is greener on the other side, and that's that's fine. That's what they believe in. That's, that's, that's fine. Um, and we're getting guys from the portal. So it's just the game you have to play now. Um, I just, I'm excited, you know, that I can't say much more than that. I mean, you get three transfers in and two of them have already been national qualifiers. One's been around a 12 guy. Um, the other transfer, he's just been behind an all American his whole career. So these guys, um, will be fun to watch in a Chattanooga singlet. What, uh, what concerns you the most right now? Um, staying healthy for five, six months, um, with the schedule that we have, uh, we just have to be really, really smart. And when we can, with new rules, you can wrestle a couple of your redshirt freshmen five times. Um, so we might have to use some of those guys to keep some of our upperclassmen and our starters healthy, but it, that allows them to get experience for when they are called in to wrestle for us in the next couple of years. And so um, I, we just got to be strategic on when we wrestle um, certain guys and, and keep them as healthy as possible. Cause in the wrestling world, yeah, when in, we absolutely want to win duels. Like that's number, number two, but number one is getting to nationals placing and, and, winning national titles. That's, that's what you're remembered for at the end of the year. Um, we want to win conference. We want to win our conference tournament. We want to win our conference duels, but if you get an all American, you get a national champ. That's what people are really, really going to remember. A little bit about a couple of the guys you've got on this roster that are back. Some names that people are going to know, like Matthew Waddell, uh, a guy that has, he's got a lot of mat time for you. Yep. Um, yeah, we convinced them to take a sixth year, right? Um, with the team that we got, we got a couple, two transfers right around his 174, 197. He's coming back down to 84. Last year, he was hurt at the end of the year, so we bumped him up. 
um, so we didn't have to worry about cutting weight. Um, he had gotten that fixed over the summer. Um, and now he's kind of right in that middle wheelhouse where he's got a couple of good guys right around him that can push him. Um, but it's going to be the same old Matt. It's going to be a, a fight out there. Um, and we expect big things and leadership from him. Franco Valdez, a guy that we have seen some, um, we've seen some, some good things from over the years. Yeah. Uh, again, another guy we convinced for, for a sixth year um, because of the COVID year. And <clears throat> Franco's one of those guys that when he's feeling good and, and he, he calls himself, he's a dog. Right. And so um, when he's feeling that type of emotion, when he's out there, he can beat a lot of really good guys. He, um, at the conference tournament in the semis, he had the guy that won the tournament and currently ranked 12th in the country. He had a beat, right? And so Franco's right there. He's just got a matter of getting that extra little bit. When he gets that extra little bit, he can beat some of the best guys in the country. I know you're big on competition uh, and guys kind of, you know, kind of quote unquote earning their spot, if you will, in the lineup. Is there a weight class that concerns you the most uh, or, or maybe depth is a concern somewhere? Where is that for you? Um, I think our, our lineup is going to be pretty solid top to bottom regardless, um, but we, we just – we don't have a lot of bodies in a couple weight classes. Uh, one, number one is heavyweight. Uh, we not, we got to keep Logan Andrew he healthy. Um, he's our heavyweight that he qualified for nationals two years ago, tore his ACL last summer, bumped up to heavyweight uh, from 197. And so um, I guess that's the one where we kind of have to, you know, step on eggshells a little bit, but ultimately too, you got to go out there and you got to wrestle. And so and if you just worry about injuries all the time, you, you're not going to wrestle your best, but as a coach, um, it, you can't really predict those either. So go out there um, and wrestle your hardest and, and don't put yourself in s stupid situations and try and keep yourself as healthy as possible till the end of March. Coach, appreciate the time as always, and we'll look forward to uh, catching up with you again soon. I think we'll, uh, I would assume we're going to do this again before we get to this, uh, this home slate and, and talk more about what's coming up, but, but excited for you guys. And uh, again, look forward to seeing you in McClellan gym or, uh, or McKenzie arena, wherever it happens at looking forward to it. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Thanks to coach Rochelle for being with us again, go over to gomox.com. You can get more details on getting behind this wrestling program, find out when they're at home, find out how you can get your season tickets and come watch Chattanooga Wrestling. This is going to be a fun and exciting group of guys to watch, and we'll be talking more about it with Coach Rochelle as we go through the season. But head over to GoMox.com, check out the, the, the wrestling schedule, learn how you can pick up your, uh, your wrestling season tickets as well. It's going to wrap it up for us this week, as we always do. I want to remind you, subscribe, rate, and review Mox on the Mic. And don't forget to uh, look for us each and every Thursday. You can find us uh, wherever you download your podcast from. Thanks to our producer, Tate Johnson, for putting this all together and making it all happen. Thanks to you guys for being with us as well. We'll see you again next time on Mox on the Mic. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review, and we'll see you again soon.